Available at farmnewsnow.com or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Agriculture through a modern lens. This is the AgriPod with Alice McFarland. On this episode, a group that represents Canadian ranchers has changed its name to be more gender inclusive. The Canadian Cattlemen's Association, which represents more than 60,000 ranchers and feedlot operators nationwide, will now be known as the Canadian Cattle Association. Red Schellenberg, the chair of CCA, will talk about the name change. We'll also discuss the recent reversal of a Health Canada decision to back away from a saturated fat warning label on ground beef and pork and one of the group's requests for a complete price review of beef. Prairie Agricultural Machinery Institute, located in Portage La Prairie, will be closing its doors this summer. The consulting firm specializes in agriculture, mining and transportation and several unique pieces of test equipment. President and CEO of PAMI, Leah Olson, outlines what brought about the idea of the closure. After the break, Reg Schellenberg. Digging into the topics that matter to you. The AgriPod with Alice McFarland. Ross Schellenberg is the chair of the newly renamed Canadian Cattle Association. Reg, first of all, tell us about why the organization to uh, take the word cattleman out of the name. We changed our name, name and logo because we wanted to represent who we are today while still honoring the heritage of our organization. We want to recognize the critical role that women have always played in the success of our ranches and farms. The name is also more inclusive of the many people and organizations involved in bringing beef from pasture to plate in Canada. More than 350,000 people, including the 60,000 families that raise beef on Canadian ranches and farms. Our logo, together with three things we are the most proud of. Obviously our country and the maple leaf, our environmental stewardship that farmers and ranchers practice every day and have for generations, represented by the land and the water, and also what we produce, our cattle, the best beef in the world. The women play a valuable role in our farms and ranches and always have. Our ranch is no exception. The family operation, my wife has, has contributed many, many hours and days and years helping us out. The Saskatchewan uh, Stock Growers Association have requested the federal and provincial governments conduct an investigation into cattle pricing and the cost of beef in grocery stores. Uh, certainly there is a big difference between what the rancher gets when it sells an animal to uh, what the consumer pays at the meat counter. Well, that discussion ha- is, has and is taking, taking place at CCA. We respect our provincial organizations to make the inquiries on behalf of their their memberships, and uh, that's exactly what the SSGA is doing. They're making an inquiry, and they want to find out exactly where the where the stats line. Well, right now, as far as the pricing goes, obviously there's a huge a huge gap between what retail sells for and what the producer gets. Most consumers get the impression that ranchers and farmers are, are making a huge profit, and that's not the case in any in any way. But we realize that everything has a cycle, and we're optimistic for the fall fall market. On another topic, Health Canada recently reversed a decision regarding the addition of a saturated fat warning label on ground beef and pork. That certainly was very concerning to the entire cattle industry, and I'm sure you and many others were relieved about that change of heart from Health Canada. We're very pleased that the government of Canada listened to the concerns from both farmers, ranchers, as well as Canadians across the country and exempt ground beef and pork from Health Canada's proposed front-of-package regulations. 
this is a huge, a huge step forward. We're grateful for their understanding and thankful that we were able to put this to defeat this, this proposed implementation. Canadians purchase 50% of the beef in Canada is ground beef that the Canadians purchase. And hamburger is a, a protein of choice for many, most households in Canada. So it's, it's essential that we had this exemption put into place. The confusing part was ground beef is a single ingredient meat. It's only processed through the grind. It consists of roasts, different cuts. It's not, it doesn't have any other ingredients. And so we're hoping that Health Canada will, will be able to differentiate between our in single ingredient whole foods and establish labeling policies that focus on highly processed foods. The economic impact would be huge for producers as well as consumers. I mean, the product of choice, availability, and impact with trading partners. Definitely, anytime you have a uh, warning label on a, on a product, uh, there's much less interest from our, our customers to buy. And it's obviously a big relief for farmers and ranchers. And, and it really speaks to the power of people speaking up. And of course, that petition was really important too. Yes, it was. And so we, we do recognize Health Canada has shown their ability to listen to Canadians' concerns and make changes based on the feedback. Our Don't Label My Beef campaign was a huge success. And it was successful because every sector in the industry including our, con- our consumers, participated in voicing their concerns to the, the impact this labeling would, te- would have. And we thank each and every one that supported us. It w- the momentum gained across the country, which is really, really neat to see. It was, it was fantastic. Canadian Cattle Association Chair Reg Schellenberg. After the break, Leah Olson with the Prairie Agricultural Machinery Institute will talk about the decision to close some of its facilities in Manitoba. Digging into the topics that matter to you. The AgriPod with Alice McFarlane. The Prairie Agricultural Machinery Institute, also known as PAMI, is undergoing some changes this summer. Back in 1975, PAMI was established with two locations, one in Humboldt, Saskatchewan, and the other in Portage La Prairie, Manitoba. Leah Olson is the president and CEO of PAMI. So, Leah, I understand that you will be selling some of the Manitoba property? Building and just over 9.6 acres of land there. That is being sold through an industrial um, real estate agent. And we are doing an inventory of the items that are at the Portage facility right now. And management will be making decisions as to kind of what will be a part of the sale has already been mostly determined. But it also depends on the type of clients that ends up purchasing that land and or the facility, we will want to work with them in terms of what meets their needs too. How will staffing be affected uh, from these changes? Our staffing levels overall remain very stable and strong. With this decision, there are two roles that are being terminated, but overall, our staffing level is around 30 full-time employees, and that will remain. The decision is really how can we operate and provide great service to the agriculture, mining, and transportation industries, and what is the physical footprint that we need in order to be able to do that? Now, the decision was made uh, after consultation with your agricultural, mining, and transportation clients. Uh, Maybe tell us more about what that process was like. It was primarily financial. 
but it was also based on what we learned throughout the pandemic and you know what we're seeing across you know many business operations which is that people are able to work well you know in remote locations in addition we weren't seeing you know the same sort of demand for some of the test equipment in in our two test sites so for us from a, an operating expense perspective, it made sense to look at, you know, the number of facilities that we have and the type of test equipment that we have. So there's still work to be done. Uh, It might be done in a slightly different fashion, but uh, lots of opportunities there. We have a number of opportunities that are still open, particularly on the engineering side. The electronics, we're, we're really excited to be adding to the team in that area. We know that data acquisition and automation, whether it's in agriculture, mining, or transportation, those are areas that are growing. And so we are looking to add um, to our team accordingly. So still a very exciting time in, in the development of new agricultural technology, isn't it? With some of the major investments being made by venture capital firms and the um, super clusters, I think the opportunity for PAMI is that others are seeing interest and excitement in the area, in agriculture. But what we provide is really unique in that we can do both the design building, but also we can do testing. And so for some of the ag techs or the startups, we're a great one-stop shop because we've got engineering support that we can provide to an entrepreneur and then in addition, we can also provide them with fabrication of their ideas. So, you know, we can go out and validate, oh, does this work in the way that the entrepreneur wants or, or thinks it should? And so we can do the validation of, yes, indeed it does, or no, it doesn't. And here's what we've seen in terms of the trials that we're doing. And you work with larger and smaller organizations and companies? The smaller clients tend to have very different needs. So our team is able to work with them on that, whereas the larger organizations, um, we did a report for John Deere, I guess it was two years ago, they have very different procurement process and, you know, the mining industry also, and we've got a very strong quality program that I know for for the mining industry is, is absolutely vital. So we work with the smaller manufacturers to the large manufacturers, and, you know, sometimes they're not manufacturers, they're processors, so everything in between. Leah Olson is the president and CEO of the Prairie Agricultural Machinery Institute. Their main offices are located in Humboldt, Saskatchewan. This is the Agriculture News in Review for the week of July 11, 2022. A new report said grain farmers need improved grain contracts. Last year's drought forced many producers to buy out contracts. Some of times it's costing them hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mercantile Consulting Ventures was hired by Saskatchewan Farm Groups to study the matter. They found only 46% of farmers feel they are treated fairly during their contracting. An agriculture journalist believes the Manitoba crop is as far behind as he has seen it in his 50 years in the business. Harry Siemens says there are roughly 7,000 acres of unseeded land in Manitoba right now, which is about 10% of the entire crop. Last year's late winter and harsh spring are blamed for late seeding, and many producers believe they will still be combining in November.
A farm in southwest Saskatchewan made a horrific discovery when they found 28 of their cattle dead. Glenn Breer, who farms near Mancota, said the animals were struck and killed when lightning hit a fence. He said his brother-in-law was checking the animals when he found 14 cows and 13 calves and one herd sire dead along the fence. Most of the animals that died were not insured except for the bull. The number of crop hail damage claims in June is above average. Canadian Crop Hail Association President Scott McQueen said member companies had more than 1,280 claims across the prairies in the last week of June alone. He says damage ranged from light to heavy depending on the stage of the crop. The federal government is providing over $1 million to Soma Detect and Vivid Machines to help producers improve farm management and their bottom line. Soma Detect of Nova Scotia will develop and combine its sensors and artificial intelligence to deliver real-time milk quality information for dairy farmers. Vivid Machines of Toronto will provide fruit and vegetable growers with a computer vision system that captures visible and chemical details of every plant across a crop from bud to harvest. The company will develop its sensor and vision technology to capture plant-level data below the canopy of leaves. RCMP are investigating incidents where irrigation systems had been tampered with. Several farmers in the Lucky Lake area reported persons have been on their properties shutting off the pivot points on their irrigation systems. The concern is not about property or crop damage, but irrigation systems are run on 480 volts of three-phase power and someone could be seriously injured. The Canadian Cattle Association has hired a new general manager, and he comes from Saskatchewan. Ryder Lee will become the CCA general manager on September 1st. For the past seven years, Lee has been the chief executive officer of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association. Lee worked for CCA in several capacities between 2005 and 2015. Saskatchewan's Cattlemen's Association will now begin the search for a new CEO. Chair Arnold Balicki said the new hire will have a strong foundation to build on. If you like what you've heard, you can rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and make sure to subscribe to AgriPod with Alice McFarlane for more weekly episodes. The AgriPod is produced by Colby Heiss with host and CJVR Agriculture Director Alice McFarlane and is a division of the Jim Pattison Broadcast Group. Available wherever you find your favorite podcast and at farmnewsnow.com.